The Cow, Medinan Period Title This surah is entitled Al-Baqarah, The Cow, because at one point it mentions the anecdote of the cow. See verses 66 to 73. Each surah of the Qur'an covers such a wide range of subjects that comprehensive surah headings are impossible. The titles suggested by the Prophet, peace be upon him, under instruction from God, are not so much headings as tags to differentiate the surahs. The name of this surah, the cow, does not signify that the cow is its main theme, but merely marks it as the surah in which the cow is mentioned. Period of Revelation The greater part of this surah was revealed in the early Medinan period, soon after the migration of the Prophet, peace be upon him, to Medina. A small portion was revealed later and is included here because its subject is in harmony with the earlier parts. Hence, we find the verses prohibiting interest, verses 275, included in this surah even though they were revealed during the very last days of the Prophet's life. Moreover, the concluding verses were revealed in Makkah, but have been incorporated here because they fit into the overall framework. Background To appreciate this surah, one must first grasp the historical background of its revelation. 1. Until the time of migration, Hijrah, the message of Islam was confined to Makkah and was addressed mainly to the polytheists of Arabia for whom it was altogether new and foreign. After his migration to Medina, however, the Prophet, peace be upon him, found the Jews living in nearby settlements. They affirmed the unity of God and believed in prophethood, revelation, afterlife, and angels. They also recognized the religious law revealed by God to Moses, peace be upon him. In principle, their religion was the same as that being preached by Muhammad, peace be upon him. Over many centuries, however, they had passed through a process of degeneration which had left them far removed from their true religion. Many non-Islamic concepts for which there was no basis in the Torah had crept into their beliefs. Their daily lives, too, had become overlaid with customs and usages which had no place in their original religion and for which there was no scriptural sanction. In fact, they had totally distorted the scriptures by mixing the word of man with the word of God. They had mutilated whatever remained intact of the original word of God by resorting to arbitrary interpretations and hair-splitting legal deductions and elaborations. Among them, true religious spirit was already dead. What was left was a soulless body of outward observances. Their theologians and rabbis, their elite as well as their common men, had all become so totally enmeshed in corruption that their beliefs were warped, their moral standards in decline, and their daily lives degenerate. Furthermore, they cherished their corrupt ways far too much to be prepared for any reform. This corruption had gone on for so many centuries that whenever someone arose among them who was inspired by religious ideals, they sought to lead them to a truly sincere religious life. They looked upon him as their greatest enemy and spared no effort to prevent him from succeeding in his mission. 
the accretion of foreign elements, the mutilation of the true teachings of their faith, the hair-splitting interpretations and schismatic divisions, the preoccupation with the letter and disregard of the spirit and substance of God's directives and heedlessness of God and the worship of material benefits had all made deep inroads into their lives and had carried their degeneration to a point where they had even forgotten they were Muslims. In short, they had acquired the characteristic traits now associated with the Jews and had turned their religion into a national heritage of the Israelites. When the Prophet arrived in Medina, God instructed him to call the Jews to their true and original faith. This call is embodied roughly in the first 16 sections, Raku, of this surah, for instance from the opening verse of the surah to verse 141. In these sections, both the past of the Jews and their present moral and religious condition are subjected to severe criticism. Moreover, the principles of true faith are elucidated in contrast with the corrupted forms of religion and morality. All this clearly shows the kind of corruption that can overtake the followers of prophets and what constitutes a true religiousness as distinct from a mere outward observance of religious laws. It also demonstrates the fundamentals of true religious life and the things of real value in the sight of God. 2. With the arrival of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Medina, the Islamic movement entered a new stage. In Mecca, the Prophet devoted himself almost exclusively to expounding the basic principles of the true faith and to the moral training of his followers. After the migration, however, people belonging to different tribes and areas of Arabia and who had embraced Islam began to concentrate in Medina. When these people, in cooperation with the local Muslims, Ansar, literally meaning helpers, laid the foundations of a small Islamic state, God began to issue fundamental directives on social, economic, legal, and political matters, explaining how a new order of life could be established on the basis of Islam. The last 23 sections of the surah, for instance, verse 141 to the end of this surah, consist mainly of such directives. Most of them were issued in the very early part of the Medinan period of the Prophet's life, while the rest were issued later and in response to different requirements. 3. With the migration to Medina, the struggle between Islam and unbelief entered a new phase. Hitherto, the message of Islam had been spread in the very heart of unbelief. People of various tribes stayed in their homelands even after they had embraced Islam, carrying on their missionary work there even though they were persecuted and subjected to many wrongs. After the migration, all these scattered Muslims gathered in Medina, formed a body politic, and established a small independent state. However, although they held a tiny piece of land, the whole of Arabia was pitted against them, bent upon their extermination. In these circumstances, the very survival, let alone the successes of this small group of people, depended upon several factors. First, that they should propagate their beliefs with the utmost conviction in order to convert others. Second, that they should demonstrate the falsity of their opponent's standpoint so cogently and convincingly that there could remain no justifiable ground for any intelligent person to entertain any doubt on the question. Third, that they as the followers of the Prophet should not lose their nerve or become disheartened because they had been driven out of their homes and were faced 
through the hostility and opposition of the whole country, with economic stringency, hunger, and constant insecurity and danger, but that they should confront the situation with patience and fortitude. Fourth, that they should be prepared to resist with both courage and the force of arms the violent assault by which the enemy intended to frustrate their movement, and that in this resistance should not heed the enemy's superiority in either numbers or material resources. Fifth, that they should be inspired with the zeal and boldness needed to establish the Islamic order. If they found the people of Arabia unprepared to allow the Islamic order to be established by peaceful means— they should not hesitate to smash their corrupt way of life, based as it was on an inherited tradition of pagan ignorance. 4. In this phase of the development of the Islamic movement, a new element, the hypocrites, began to emerge. Although the first signs of hypocrisy had appeared during the last phase of the Prophet's life in Mecca, the nature of that hypocrisy was different. The kind of hypocrites found then were those who, while recognizing the truth of Islam and claiming to believe in it, were not prepared to sacrifice their material interests, run the risk of severing the relationship which bound them to others, and who shrank from the persecution and trial which used to afflict all those who responded to the call of truth. In Medina, we notice that in addition to hypocrites of this sort, other kinds also began to enter the body politic of Islam. One group consisted of those who had no faith in Islam, but had entered the ranks of the Muslim community merely in order to create mischief. Another group of hypocrites, conscious of the political dominance of the Muslims, considered it advantageous to gain acceptance as fellow Muslims. At the same time, they maintained contacts with their enemies so that they could enjoy the best of both worlds in this way, they secured all the advantages of friendship with the two opposite camps and thus remained safe from any hostilities. There was still another group of hypocrites, those who were in a state of ambivalence and indecision between Islam and ignorance, but who had embraced Islam because the majority of their tribe or family had done so. The final group consisted of those who, although they believed Islam to be true, found it difficult to forsake their inherited way of life, their superstitions, their customs and usages, and to discipline themselves to observe the moral restraints and fulfill the obligations prescribed by Islam. At the time this surah was revealed, these various kinds of hypocrites had just begun to appear, and so God made only brief references to them. In the surahs revealed in subsequent years, references to the hypocrites became more elaborate and directives were issued regarding the members of each of their category, since by then the characteristics and activities of the hypocrites became clearer. In the name of Allah, the most merciful, the most compassionate. ألف لام ألف لام ميم ألف لام ميم The names of letters of the Arabic alphabet called huruf muqattat occur at the beginning of several surahs of the Quran. There is no consensus among the commentators of the Quran as to their precise meanings. It is obvious, however, that deriving the right guidance from the Qur'an does not depend on grasping the meaning of these vocables.
This is the book of Allah. There is no doubt in it. It is a guidance for the pious. For those who believe in the existence of that which is beyond the reach of perception, who establish prayer and spend out of what we have provided them, which is beyond the reach of perception. Ghaib signifies the verities which are hidden from man's senses and are beyond the scope of man's ordinary observation and experience such as God's essence and attributes, the angels, the process of revelation, paradise, hell, and so on. Who establish prayer? The expression establishment of prayer has a wider meaning than mere performance of prayer. It means that the system of prayer should be organized on a collective basis. If there is a person in a locality who prays individually but no arrangements are made for congregational prayer, it cannot be claimed that prayer is established in that locality. Who believe in what has been revealed to you and what was revealed before you and have firm faith in the hereafter. Such are on true guidance from their Lord. Such are the truly successful. As for those who have rejected these truths, it is all the same whether or not you warn them, for they will not believe. Allah has sealed their hearts and their hearing, and a covering has fallen over their eyes. They deserve severe chastisement. Allah has sealed their hearts and their hearing. This does not mean that their rejection of the truth is a consequence of God's sealing of their hearts. What is meant is that God sealed their hearts and ears as a consequence of their decision to reject the fundamentals of faith, of their deliberate choice of a path divergent from that charted out by the Qur'an. وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ there are some who say, we believe in Allah and in the last day, while in fact they do not believe. They are trying to deceive Allah and those who believe. But they do not realize that in truth, they are only deceiving themselves. 
فی قلوبهم مرض فزادهم الله مرضا ولهم عذاب علیم بما كانوا يكذبون There is a disease in their hearts and Allah has intensified this disease A painful chastisement awaits them for their lying and Allah has intensified this disease Disease here refers to the disease of hypocrisy The statement that Allah has intensified this disease means that He does not punish the hypocrites immediately, but allows them to indulge in their hypocrisy and exult in the success of their ruses. This feeling of success intensifies their hypocrisy. Whenever they are told, Do not spread mischief on earth. They say, Why? We indeed are the ones who set things right. <laughs> they are the mischief makers, but they do not realize it. وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ النَّاسُ قَالُوا أَنُؤْمِنُ كَمَا آمَنَ السُّفَهَاءُ أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ السُّفَهَاءُ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Whenever they are told, believe as others believe, They answer, Shall we believe as the fools have believed? Indeed, it is they who are the fools, but they are not aware of it. وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَى شَيَاطِينِهِمْ قَالُوا وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَى شَيَاطِينِهِمْ قَالُوا إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ When they meet the believers, they say, We believe. But when they meet their evil companions in privacy, they say, Surely, we are with you. We were merely jesting. Allah yastahzi'u bihim wa yamudduhum fi tughyanihim ya'mahoon. Allah jests with them, leaving them to wander blindly on in their rebellion. أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ اشْتَرَوُوا الضَّلَالَةَ بِالْهُدَىٰ فَمَا رَبِحَتْ تِجَارَتُهُمْ وَمَا كَانُوا مُهْتَدِينَ These are the ones who have purchased error in exchange for guidance. This bargain has brought them no profit, and certainly they are not on the right way. مَثَلُهُمْ كَمَثَلِ الَّذِي اسْتَوْقَدَ نَارًا فَلَمَّا أَضَاءَتْ مَا حَوْلَهُ ذَهَبَ اللَّهُ بِنُورِهِمْ ذَهَبَ اللَّهُ بِنُورِهِمْ وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ لَا يُبَصِرُونَ They are like him who kindled a fire and when it lit up all around him Allah took away the light of their perception and left them in utter darkness where they can see nothing, where they can see nothing. 
This means that two opposite effects emerged when a true servant of God radiated the light which made it possible to distinguish true from false and right from wrong and the straight way distinct from the ways of error. To those endowed with true perception, all truths became evident, but those who were almost blinded by the worship of their animal desires perceived nothing. They are deaf, they are dumb, they are blind. They will never return to the right way. Or they are like those who encounter a violent rainstorm from the sky, accompanied by pitch-dark clouds, thunderclaps, and flashes of lightning. On hearing thunderclaps, they thrust their fingers into their ears in fear of death. Allah encompasses these deniers of the truth. It is as if the lightning would snatch their sight. Whenever it gleams a while for them, they walk a little. And when darkness covers them, they halt. If Allah so willed, he could indeed take away their hearing and their sight. Surely, Allah is all-powerful. And when darkness covers them, they halt. The first parable refers to those hypocrites who disbelieved completely, but had become Muslims merely to further their worldly interests. The second parable refers to those who were prone to doubt and hesitation, or whose faith was weak. Those who believed in the truth, but not to the extent of exposing themselves to hardships for its sake. يا أيها الناس اعبدوا ربكم الذي خلقكم والذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون. O mankind, serve your Lord who has created you as well as those before you. Do so that you are saved. Do so that you are saved. So that you are saved from false beliefs and unrighteous conduct in this life and from God's punishment in the next. It is He who has made the earth a resting place for you, 
and the sky a canopy, and sent down water from above, wherewith he brought forth fruits for your sustenance. Do not, then, set up rivals to Allah when you know the truth. When you know the truth. Not to set up others as rivals to Allah means not to make anyone other than God the object of worship, service, and obedience that one owes to God alone. وَإِن كُنتُمْ فِي رَيْبٍ مِّمَّا نَزَّلْنَا عَلَىٰ عَبَدِنَا فَأْتُوا بِسُورَةٍ فَأْتُوا بِسُورَةٍ مِّن مِّثْلِهِ وَادْعُوا شُهَدَاءَكُمْ مِّن دُونِ اللَّهِ إِن كُنتُمْ صَادِقِينَ If you are in any doubt whether it is we who have revealed this book to our servant, then produce just a surah like it, and call all your supporters, and seek in it the support of all others, save Allah. Accomplish this if you are truthful. But if you fail to do this, and you will most certainly fail, then have fear of the fire, whose fuel is men and stones, and which has been prepared for those who deny the truth, whose fuel is men and stones. In the next life, not only will the unbelievers become the fuel of hellfire, but that the same fate will befall the idol stones they worshipped, and before which they prostrated themselves. وَبَشِّرِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أَنَّ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ كُلَّمَا رُزِقُوا مِنْهَا مِنْ ثَمَرَةٍ رِزْقًا قَالُوا هَذَا الَّذِي رُزِقْنَا مِنْ قَبْلُ وَأُتُوا بِهِ مُتَشَابِهًا وَلَهُمْ فِيهَا أَزْوَاجٌ مُطَهَّرَةٌ وَهُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ O Prophet, announce glad tidings to those who believe in this book and do righteous deeds in accordance with its teachings, that for them are gardens beneath which rivers flow. Their fruits will have such resemblance to those of the earth that whenever they will be provided with those fruits, they will say, It was this which was granted to us on earth before. For them there shall be pure spouses, and there they shall abide forever. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَسْتَحِي أَن يَضْرِبَ مَثَلًا مَا بَعُوضَةً فَمَا فَوْقَهَا فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَيَقُولُونَ مَاذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِهَذَا مَثَلًا يُضِلُّ بِهِ كَثِيرًا وَيَهْدِي بِهِ كَثِيرًا وَمَا يُضِلُّ بِهِ إِلَّا الْفَاسِقِينَ Behold, Allah is not ashamed to propound the parable of a gnat, or even of something more lowly. 
On hearing these parables, the believers know that it is the truth from their Lord. While those bent on denying the truth say, What does Allah mean by these parables? Thus, He causes many to go astray, just as He directs many to the right way. And He thereby causes to go astray only the transgressors, or even of something more lowly. Here an objection is indirectly refuted. At several places in the Qur'an, spiders, flies, gnats, and so on are mentioned in order to elucidate certain points. Opponents objected to this on the grounds that such objects were too lowly to find a place in the Book of God. They insinuated that had the Qur'an indeed been a revelation from God, it would not have mentioned such trivial objects. Only the transgressors. Fasik means transgressor, disobedient. Who break the covenant of Allah after its firm binding and cut asunder what Allah has commanded to be joined, and spread mischief on earth. They are the utter losers, after its firm binding. The injunctions or ordinances issued by a sovereign to his servants and subjects are termed ahd in Arabic, since compliance with them becomes obligatory for the latter. Ahd has been used here in this sense. The Ahad referred to here signifies God's eternal command that all human beings are obliged to render their service, obedience, and worship to Him alone. After its binding refers to the promise made by mankind to remain faithful to the injunctions of God at the time of Adam's creation. For details, see Al-Araf 7.172. Allah has commanded to be joined. That is... The transgressors strike their blows at those very relationships upon which the individual and collective well-being of mankind depends, relationships which God wants maintained on a sound basis. How can you be ungrateful to Allah who bestowed life upon you when you were lifeless? Then He will cause you to die and will again bring you back to life so that you will be returned to Him. هو الذي خلق لكم ما في الأرض جميعا ثم استوى إلى السماء فسواهن سبع سماوات وهو بكل شيء عليم it is He who created for you all that is on earth, and then turned above and fashioned it into seven heavens. He knows all things, and fashioned it into seven heavens. It is difficult to explain precisely what is meant by the seven heavens. In all ages, man has tried, with the help of observation and speculation, to conceptualize the heavens, 
for instance, that which lies beyond and above the earth. As we know, the concepts that have thus developed have constantly changed. What might be broadly inferred from this statement is that either God has divided the universe beyond the earth into seven distinct spheres, or that this earth is located in that part of the universe which consists of seven different spheres. وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةٌ قَالُوا أَتَجْعَلُ فِيهَا مَنْ يُفْسِدُ فِيهَا وَيَسْفِكُ الدِّمَاءَ وَنَحْنُ نُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِكَ وَنُقَدِّسُ لَكَ just think, when your Lord said to the angels, Lo, I am about to place a vicegerent on earth. They said, Will you place on it one who will spread mischief and shed blood while we celebrate your glory and extol your holiness? He said, Surely, I know what you do not know. I am about to place a vicegerent. Khalifa or vicegerent is one who exercises the authority delegated to him by his principal. فَقَالَ أَنْبِئُونِي بِأَسْمَاءِ هَؤُلَاءِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ صَادِقِينَ Then Allah taught Adam, peace be upon him, the names of all things and presented them to the angels and said, If you are right that the appointment of a vicegerent will cause mischief, then tell me the names of these things. قَالُوا سُبْحَانَكَ لَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا عَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ They said, Glory to you. We have no knowledge except what you taught us. You, only you, are all-knowing. All wise. قال يا آدم بأسمائهم فلما بأسمائهم قال ألم أقل لكم قال ألم أقل لكم إني أعلم غيب السماوات والأرض وأعلم ما تبدون وما كنتم تكتمون. Then Allah said to Adam, peace be upon him, Tell them the names of these things. And when he had told them the names of all things, Allah said, did I not say to you that I know everything about the heavens and the earth which are beyond your range of knowledge, and I know all that you disclose, and also all that you hide? <laughs> 
وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمَ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبْلِيسَ أَبَى وَاسْتَكْبَرَ وَكَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ And when we ordered the angels, prostrate yourselves before Adam, peace be upon him. All of them fell prostrate except Iblis. He refused and gloried in his arrogance and became one of the defiers. وَقُلْنَا يَا آدَمُ اسْكُنْ أَنْتَ وَزَوْجُكَ الْجَنَّةَ وَكُلَا مِنْهَا رَغَدًا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمَا وَلَا تَقَرَبَا وَلَا تَقَرَبَا هَذِهِ الشَّجَرَةَ فَتَكُونَا مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ And we said, O Adam, peace be upon him, live in the garden, you and your wife, and eat abundantly of whatever you wish, but do not approach this tree, or else you will be counted among the wrongdoers. فَأَزَلَّهُمَا الشَّيْطَانُ عَنْهَا فَأَخْرَجَهُمَا مِمَّا كَانَا فِيهِ وَقُلْنَا اهْبِطُوا بَعْضُكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ عَدُوٌّ وَلَكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُسْتَقَرٌّ وَمَتَاعٌ إِلَى حِينٌ But Satan caused both of them to deflect from obeying our command. by tempting them to the tree and brought them out of the state they were in. And we said, Get down all of you, henceforth, each of you is an enemy of the other, and on earth you shall have your abode and your livelihood for an appointed time. فَتَلَقَّى آدَمُ مِن رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ Thereupon, Adam, peace be upon him, learned from his Lord some words and repented, and his Lord accepted his repentance, for he is much relenting, most compassionate. فَإِمَّا يَأْتِيَنَّكُمْ مِنِّي هُدًا فَمَنْ تَبِعَ هُدَايَ فَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ We said, Get you down from here, all of you, and guidance shall come to you from me. Then whoever will follow my guidance need have no fear, nor shall they grieve. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَكَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا أُولَئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ But those who refuse to accept this guidance and reject our signs as false are destined for the fire where they shall abide forever. يَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ اذْكُرُوا نِعْمَتِيَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ وَأَوْفُوا بِعَهْدِي وَأَوْفُوا بِعَهْدِي أُوفِ بِعَهْدِكُمْ وَإِيَّايَ فَارْهَبُونَ Children of Israel 
Recall my favor which I had bestowed on you and fulfill your covenant with me and I shall fulfill my covenant with you and fear me alone. Children of Israel It would be pertinent to point out that the entire discourse embodied in verses 40 to 121 is addressed to the children of Israel because Jews lived in Medina and its vicinity in large numbers. وَآمِنُوا بِمَا أَنزَلْتُ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا مَعَكُمْ وَلَا تَكُونُوا أَوَّلَ كَافِرٍ بِهِ وَلَا تَشْتَرُوا بِآيَاتِي ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا وَإِيَّايَ فَاتَّقُونَ And believe in the book which I have revealed and which confirms the scripture you already have, and be not foremost among its deniers. Do not sell my signs for a trifling gain, and beware of my wrath. Do not sell my signs for a trifling gain. Trifling gain refers to the worldly benefits for the sake of which they were rejecting God's directives. Whatever one may gain in exchange for the truth, be it all the treasure in the world, is trifling. The truth is of supreme value. وَلَا تَلْبِسُوا الْحَقَّ بِالْبَاطِلِ وَتَكْتُمُوا الْحَقَّ وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Do not confound truth by overlaying it with falsehood. Nor knowingly conceal the truth. Establish prayer and dispense zakah, the purifying alms, and bow in worship with those who bow. Do you enjoin righteousness on people and forget your own selves even though you recite the scripture? Have you no sense? And resort to patience and prayer for help. Truly, prayer is burdensome for all except the devout. Who realize that ultimately they will have to meet their Lord and that to Him they are destined to return. Children of Israel, recall my favor which I bestowed upon you, exalting you above all nations, exalting you above all nations. This does not mean that their preeminence among nations was to last forever. Rather, it refers to that period of human history when, of all nations, only the children of Israel 
possessed that knowledge of truth which comes from God alone. At that time, they were entrusted with the task of directing the nations of the world to righteousness. They were expected to serve God and to invite the rest of the world to do the same. وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا لَا تَجْزِي نَفْسٌ عَن نَفْسٍ شَيْئًا وَلَا يُقْبَلُ مِنْهَا شَفَاعَةٌ وَلَا يُقْبَلُ مِنْهَا شَفَاعَةٌ وَلَا يُؤْخَذُ مِنْهَا عَدْلٌ وَلَا هُمْ يُنصَرُونَ Fear the day when no one shall avail another. When no intercession will be accepted, when no one will be ransomed, and no criminal will receive any help. وَإِذْ نَجَّيْنَاكُمْ مِنْ آلِ فِرْعَوْنَ يَسُومُونَكُمْ سُوءَ الْعَذَابِ يُذَبِّحُونَ أَبْنَاءَكُمْ وَيَسْتَحْيُونَ نِسَاءَكُمْ وَفِي ذَلِكُمْ بَلَاءٌ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ عَظِيمٌ And recall, when we rescued you from the slavery of Pharaoh's people, who had afflicted you with dreadful suffering, slaying your males and sparing your females, that was a tremendous trial for you from your Lord. When we rescued you from the slavery of Pharaoh's people, we have rendered Al-Firon as Pharaoh's people. This includes the members of the Pharaonic family as well as the aristocracy of Egypt at that time. وَإِذْ فَرَقْنَا بِكُمُ الْبَحْرَ فَأَنْجَيْنَاكُمْ وَأَغْرَقْنَا آلَ فِرْعَوْنَ وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ and recall when we split the sea, providing passage for you, and thus saved you and caused Pharaoh's people to drown before your very eyes. And recall. When we summon Moses, peace be upon him, for a term of forty nights, and then you set up the calf as your God in his absence, you indeed committed a grave wrong. And recall, when we summon Moses, peace be upon him, for a term of forty nights. When the Israelites reached the Sinai Peninsula after their exodus from Egypt, God summoned Moses, peace be upon him, to Mount Sinai for forty days and nights, so that the nation which had now achieved independence could be given law and morality. Yet we pardoned you that you might be grateful. And recall that while you were committing this wrong, we gave Moses, peace be upon him, the scripture and the criterion that you are guided to the right way. We gave Moses, peace be upon him, the scripture and the criterion. Criterion, 
Furqan here means that understanding of religion which differentiates truth from falsehood, making each stand out distinctly. وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ إِنَّكُمْ ظَلَمْتُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ بِاتِّخَاذِكُمُ الْعِجْلَ فَتُوبُوا فَتُوبُوا إِلَى بَارِئِكُمْ فَاقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ عِنْدَ بَارِئِكُمْ فَتَابَ عَلَيْكُمْ إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ And recall, when, on returning with this favor, Moses, peace be upon him, said to his people, My people, you have wronged yourselves by taking the calf for an object of worship. So turn in repentance to your Creator and kill yourselves. This will be best for you in your Creator's sight. Thereupon, He accepted your repentance. Indeed, He is much relenting, most compassionate. So turn in repentance to your Creator and kill yourselves. That is, they should put to death those of their own number who had made the calf an object of worship and actually worshipped it. And recall, when you said, O Moses, peace be upon him, we will not believe in you until we clearly see Allah speaking to you. Thereupon a tremendous thunderbolt struck you before your very eyes. Then, we revived you after your extinction that you might be grateful. And we caused a cloud to comfort you with shade. And we sent down upon you manna and the quails, saying, Eat of the good, wherewithal that we have provided you as sustenance. And by their sinning, your forefathers did not wrong us. It is they themselves whom they wronged. وَإِذْ قُلْنَا دُخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةَ فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمْ رَغَدًا وَدُخُلُوا الْبَابَ سُجَّدًا وَدُخُلُوا الْبَابَ سُجَّدًا وَقُولُوا حِطَّةٌ نَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ خَطَايَاكُمْ وَسَنَزِيدُ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And recall, when we said, Go into this town and eat abundantly of its food, but enter the gate prostrate, saying, Repentance. We will forgive you your sins and shall bestow more favor on the doers of good. Repentance.
Hitta could either mean that when they entered the town they should seek God's pardon for their sins, or that instead of plundering and massacring people in the wake of their conquest, they should proclaim an amnesty. Then the wrongdoers substituted another saying for that which had been given them. And so we sent down a scourge upon the wrongdoers from the heavens for their transgression. And recall when Moses, peace be upon him, prayed for water for his people, and we replied, Strike the rock with your staff. And there gushed out from it twelve springs, and each tribe knew its drinking place. Then you were directed, Eat and drink of the sustenance provided by Allah, and do not go about acting wickedly on earth, spreading mischief. And each tribe knew its drinking place. The number of springs was twelve, because the Israelite tribes were also twelve in number. God provided one spring for each tribe, so that they would not fight each other for water. وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَى لَن نَصْبِرَ عَلَى طَعَامٍ وَاحِدٍ فَادْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ فَادْعُ لَنَا رَبَّكَ يُخْرِجْ لَنَا مِمَّا تُنْبِتُ الْأَرْضُ مِنْ بَقْلِهَا وَقِثَّائِهَا وَفُومِهَا وَعَدَسِهَا وَبَصَلِهَا قَالَ أَتَسْتَبْدِلُونَ الَّذِي هُوَ أَدْنَى بِالَّذِي هُوَ خَيْرٍ اهْبِطُوا مِصْرًا فَإِنَّ لَكُمْ مَا سَأَلْتُمْ وَضُرِبَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ الذِّلَّةُ وَالْمَسْكَنَةُ وَبَاءُوا بِغَضَبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ And recall when you said, O Moses, peace be upon him, Surely we cannot put up with one sort of food, so pray to your Lord to bring out for us what the earth produces, its herbs, and its cucumbers, and its corn, and its lentils, and its garlic, and its onions. Then Moses, peace be upon him, said, Will you take a meaner thing in exchange for what is better? Go down to some city, and there you shall get what you ask for. And ignominy and wretchedness were pitched upon them, and they were laden with the burden of Allah's wrath. This 
was because they denied the signs of Allah and slew the prophets unrightfully. All this because they disobeyed and persistently exceeded the limits of the law. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَالَّذِينَ هَادُوا وَالنَّصَارَى وَالصَّابِئِينَ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ فَلَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ whether they are ones who believe in the Arabian Prophet, or whether they are Jews, Christians, or Sabians, all who believe in Allah and the last day, and do righteous deeds, their reward is surely secure with their Lord. They need have no fear, nor shall they grieve. They need have no fear, nor shall they grieve. The context of the verse makes it clear that it does not seek to enumerate in detail all the articles of faith in which one should believe, or all the principles of conduct which one should follow in order to merit reward from God. The aim of the verse is merely to repudiate the illusion cherished by the Jews that, by virtue of their being Jews, they had a monopoly of salvation. They had long entertained the notion that a special and exclusive relationship existed between them and God. They thought, therefore, that all who belonged to their group were predestined to salvation, regardless of their beliefs and actions, whereas all non-Jews were predestined to serve as fuel for hellfire. To clarify this misgiving, the Jews are told that what really matters in God's sight is true faith and good deeds rather than formal affiliation with a certain religious community. Whoever has true faith and good deeds to his credit is bound to receive his reward, since God will judge people on the basis of merit rather than on the grounds that a person's name happens to be listed in the world as a member of one religious community or the other. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورَ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاذْكُرُوا مَا فِيهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ And recall, when we made a covenant with you and caused the Mount Sinai to tower above you, saying, Hold fast to the book, that we have given you, and remember the directives and commandments in it, that you be pious. Then you turned away from your covenant, and had it not been for Allah's grace and mercy upon you, you would have long been utter losers. And you know the case of those of you who broke the Sabbath, how we said to them, Become apes, despised and hated. And you know the case of those of you who broke the Sabbath. 
Sabbath, for instance, Saturday. It was laid down that the Israelites should consecrate that day for rest and worship. They were required to abstain from all worldly acts, including cooking, which they might neither do themselves nor have their servants do for them. And thus we made their end a warning for the people of their own time and for the succeeding generations and an admonition to the God-fearing. And then recall when Moses, peace be upon him, said to his people, Behold, Allah commands you to slaughter a cow. They said, Are you jesting with us? Moses, peace be upon him, answered, I seek refuge in Allah that I should behave in the manner of the ignorant. قَالُوا دَعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ يُبَيِّنْ لَنَا مَا هِينَ قَالَ إِنَّهُ يَقُولُ إِنَّهَا بَقَرَةٌ لَا فَارِضٌ وَلَا بِكْرٌ عَوَانٌ بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ فَافْعَلُوا مَا تُؤْمَرُونَ They said, Pray to your Lord that he make clear to us what she is like. Moses peace be upon him, answered. He says, She is a cow, neither old nor immature, but of an age in between the two. Do, then, what you have been commanded. They said, Pray to your Lord that he make clear to us of what color she is. Moses, peace be upon him, answered. He says, She is a yellow cow with a bright color which is pleasing to those who see. قَالُوا دَعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ يُبَيِّنْ لَنَا مَا هِيَ إِنَّ الْبَقَرَةَ شَابَهَ عَلَيْنَا وَإِنَّا إِنْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ لَمُهْتَدُونَ They said, Pray to your Lord that he make clear to us what cow she is. Cows seem much alike to us, and if Allah wills, we shall be guided. Moses, peace be upon him, answered, Lo, he says, she is a cow unyoked to plow the earth or to water the tillage, one that has been kept secure with no blemish on her. 
Thereupon they cried out, Now you have come forth with the information that will direct us aright. And they slaughtered her, although they scarcely seemed to do so. And they slaughtered her, although they scarcely seemed to do so. Through contact with the neighboring people, the Israelites had become infected with the attitude of sanctifying the cow. In fact, they had even become accustomed to cow worship. In order to disabuse the Jews of this, they were ordered to slaughter the cow. Their professed belief that God alone was worthy of worship could be tested only by asking them to slaughter with their own hands what they had formerly worshipped. This test was indeed a hard one, since they were not fully imbued with faith. Hence, they tried to shelve the issue by resorting to inquiries about the kind of animal they were required to slaughter. But the more they inquired, the narrower the strait became for them, until the indications were as obvious as if someone had put his finger precisely on that particular animal they were required to slaughter the animal which had for so long been an object of their worship. وَإِذْ قَتَلْتُمْ نَفْسًا فَادَّارَأْتُمْ فِيهَا وَاللَّهُ مُخْرِجٌ مَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْتُمُونَ and recall, when you killed a man and then began to remonstrate and cast the blame of killing upon one another, even though Allah was determined to bring to light what you were hiding. Then we ordered, Smite the corpse with a part of it. Thus does Allah bring the dead to life, and thus does He show His signs that you might understand. then, even after observing this, your hearts hardened and became like stones or even harder. For surely there are some stones from which streams burst forth and some that split asunder and water issues out and some that crash down for fear of Allah. Allah is not heedless of the things you do. Do you hope that these people will believe in the message you are preaching, even though a party of them has been wont to listen to the word of Allah, and after they had fully grasped it, 
knowingly distorted it in the message you are preaching? This is addressed to the converts of Medina, who had then lately affirmed their faith in the Prophet, peace be upon him. These people had some vague notions about prophethood, heavenly scriptures, angels, the afterlife, divine law, and so on. And for this, they were indebted to their Jewish neighbors. They naturally expected that those who already followed prophets and divine scriptures, and who by introducing them to these ideas, had contributed to their embracing the true faith, would not only join the ranks of the true believers, but would even be amongst their vanguard. وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا وَإِذَا خَلَا بَعْضُهُمْ إِلَى بَعْضٍ قَالُوا أَتُحَدِّثُونَهُمْ بِمَا فَتَحَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكُمْ لِيُحَاجُّوكُمْ بِهِ عِنْدَ رَبِّكُمْ And when they meet those who believe in Muhammad, peace be upon him, they say, we too believe in him. But in their intimate meetings, they say to one another, how foolish, why should you intimate to them what Allah has revealed to you? For they will use it as an argument against you before your Lord. أَوَلَا يَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُ مَا يُسِرُّونَ وَمَا يُعْلِنُونَ Are they unaware that Allah knows all that they hide and all that they disclose? وَمِنْهُمْ أُمِّيُّونَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ الْكِتَابَ إِلَّا أَمَانِيَّ وَإِنْهُمْ إِلَّا يَظُنُّونَ Among them are also the unlettered folk who do not know about the scriptures but cherish baseless wishes and merely follow their conjectures. فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَكْتُبُونَ الْكِتَابَ بِأَيْدِيهِمْ ثُمَّ يَقُولُونَ هَذَا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ لِيَشْتَرُوا بِهِ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا فَوَيْلٌ لَهُمْ مِمَّا كَتَبَتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَوَيْلٌ لَهُمْ مِمَّا يَكْسِبُونَ Woe then! To those who write out the scriptures with their own hands, and then, in order to make a trifling gain, claim, This is from Allah. Woe to them for what their hands have written, and woe to them for what they thus earn. وَقَالُوا لَن تَمَسَّنَ النَّارُ إِلَّا أَيَّامًا مَعْدُودًا قُلْ أَتَّخَذْتُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ عَهْدًا فَلَنْ يُخْلِفَ اللَّهُ عَهْدًا أَمْ تَقُولُونَ عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ They say, the fire will certainly not touch us except for a limited number of days. Say to them, have you received a promise from Allah? For Allah never breaks His promise. Or do you attribute to Allah something about which you have no knowledge? بَلَا 
من كسب سيئة وأحاطت به خطيئته فأولئك أصحاب النار هم فيها خالدون Those who earn evil and are encompassed by their sinfulness are the people of the fire and there will they abide. وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أُولَئِكَ أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ Those who believe and do righteous deeds are the people of the garden and there will they abide. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهَ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَذِي الْقُرْبَى وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينِ وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ حُسْنًا وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ ثُمَّ تَوَلَّيْتُمْ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِّنْكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ مُعْرِضُونَ And recall When we made a covenant with the children of Israel, you shall serve none but Allah and do good to parents, kinsmen, orphans, and the needy. You shall speak kindly to people and establish prayer and give zakah, purifying alms. And yet, except for a few of you, you turn back on this covenant and you are still backsliders. وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ لَا تَسْفِكُونَ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَلَا تُخْرِجُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِكُمْ ثُمَّ أَقْرَرْتُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ تَشْهَدُونَ And recall, when we made a covenant with you, that you shall not shed one another's blood, and shall not turn out one another from your homelands. You confirmed it, and you yourselves are witnesses to it. تَقْتُلُونَ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَتُخْرِجُونَ فَرِيقًا مِنْكُمْ مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ تَظَاهَرُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ بِالْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ وَإِنْ يَأْتُوكُمْ أُسَارَاتُ فَادُوهُمْ وَهُوَ مُحَرَّمٌ عَلَيْكُمْ إِخْرَاجُهُمْ أَفَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِبَعْضِ الْكِتَابِ وَتَكْفُرُونَ بِبَعْضِ فَمَا جَزَاءُ مَنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُرَدُّونَ إِلَى أَشَدِّ الْعَذَابِ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ And here you are, killing one another, turning out a party of your own from their homelands, aiding one another against them in sin and enmity, 
And if they come to you as captives, you ransom them, although the very act of expelling them was unlawful to you. Do you believe in a part of the scripture and reject the rest? What else then could be the retribution of those among you who do this than that they should live in degradation in the present life? and that on the day of resurrection they should be sent to the severest chastisement. Allah is not heedless of what you do. These are the ones who have bought the present life in exchange for the world to come. Their chastisement shall not be lightened, nor shall they be helped. وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَقَفَّيْنَا مِنْ بَعْدِهِ بِالرُّسُلِ وَآتَيْنَا عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَيَّدْنَاهُ بِرُوحِ الْقُدُسِ أَفَكُلَّمَا جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ بِمَا لَا تَهْوَى أَنفُسُكُمُ اسْتَكْبَرْتُمْ فَفَرِيقًا كَذَّبْتُمْ وَفَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ Surely we gave Moses peace be upon him, the scripture, and caused a train of messengers to follow him, and then sent Jesus, peace be upon him, the son of Mary, with clear proofs, and supported him with the spirit of holiness. But is it not true that every time a messenger brought to you something that was not to your liking, you acted arrogantly? You called some messengers liars, and killed others with clear proofs and supported him with the spirit of holiness. The spirit of holiness signifies the knowledge derived through revelation. It also signifies the angel Gabriel who brought this revelation. It also denotes the Holy Spirit of Jesus, peace be upon him, the spirit which God had endowed with angelic character. <laughs> They say, Our hearts are well protected. No, the fact is that Allah has cursed them because of their denying the truth. So, scarcely do they believe. And now that there has come to them a book from Allah, how are they treating it? even though it confirms the truth already in their possession. And even though they had prayed for victory against the unbelievers, and yet when that book came to them and they recognized it, they refused to acknowledge its truth. Allah's curse be upon the unbelievers.
and even though they had prayed for victory against the unbelievers. Before the advent of the prophet, peace be upon him, the Jews were eagerly awaiting a prophet whose coming had been prophesied by their own prophets. In fact, the Jews used to pray for his advent so that the dominance of the unbelievers could come to an end and the age of their own dominance be ushered in. Evil indeed is what they console themselves with. They deny the guidance revealed by Allah, grudging that He chose to bestow His gracious bounty of revelation and prophethood on some of His servants whom He willed. Thus, they have brought on themselves wrath after wrath, and a humiliating chastisement is in store for such unbelievers. Evil indeed is what they console themselves with. Another possible rendering of the same verse is, And how evil is that for the sake of which they had sold themselves? For instance, for the sake of which they had sacrificed their ultimate happiness and salvation grudging that he chose to bestow his gracious bounty of revelation and prophethood on some of his servants whom he willed. They had longed for the promised prophet to arise from among their own ranks. But when he arose among a different people, a people they despised, they decided to reject him. Their attitude bordered on saying that when God wants to raise a prophet, he should consult them and should abide by their opinion. قُلْ فَلِمَ تَقْتُلُونَ أَنْبِيَاءَ اللَّهِ مِنْ قَبْلُ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ When they are told, Believe in what Allah has revealed, they say, We believe only in what was revealed to us, Israel. They deny everything else, even though it be the truth which confirms what they possess. Say to them, If indeed you are believers, why is it that in the past you killed the prophets of Allah, who were from Israel? Moses, peace be upon him, came to you with clear proofs, and yet you were so wont to wrongdoing, that as soon as he was gone, you took to worshipping the calf.
وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِيثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورَ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاسْمَعُوا قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَعَصَيْنَا وَأُشْرِبُوا فِي قُلُوبِهِمُ الْعِجَلَ بِكُفْرِهِمْ قُلْ بِئْسَمَا يَأْمُرُكُمْ بِهِ إِيمَانُكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Recall the covenant we made with you and caused the mount to tower above you, stressing, Hold to what we have given you with full strength and give heed to it. But their forefathers said, We hear, but we disobey. For their hearts were overflowing with love for the calf because of their unbelief. Say, If you are people of faith, then evil are the things that your faith enjoins upon you. قل إن كانت لكم الدار الآخرة عند الله خالصة من دون الناس فتمنوا فتمنوا الموت إن كنتم صادقين. Say to them, if indeed the last abode with Allah is yours, in exclusion of other people. Then long for death if you are truthful. But they shall never long for it because of the evil deeds they have committed. Allah is well aware of the wrongdoers. You will certainly find them most eager to cling on to life. Indeed, even more eager than those who associate others with Allah in His divinity. Each one of them wishes to live a thousand years, although the bestowal of long life cannot remove him from chastisement. Allah sees whatever they do. قُلْ مَنْ كَانَ عَدُوًّا لِجِبْرِيلَ فَإِنَّهُ نَزَّلَهُ عَلَى قَلْبِكَ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهُ نَزَّلَهُ عَلَى قَلْبِكَ بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ مُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ وَهُدًى وَبُشْرًا لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Say Whoever is an enemy to Gabriel should know that he revealed this Qur'an to your heart by Allah's leave. It confirms the scriptures revealed before it and is a guidance and good tiding to the people of faith. Say, whoever is an enemy to Gabriel. The Jews not only reviled the Prophet peace be upon him and his followers, but also God's chosen angel, Gabriel. 
denouncing him as their enemy and branding him as the angel of curse rather than of blessing. من كان عدوا لله وملائكته ورسله وجبريل وميكال فإن الله عدو للكافرين. And if this is the cause of their hostility to Gabriel, let them know whoever is an enemy to Allah. His angels and his messengers and to Gabriel and Michael will surely find Allah an enemy to such unbelievers. وَلَقَدْ أَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ آيَاتٍ بَيِّنَاتٍ وَمَا يَكْفُرُ بِهَا إِلَّا الْفَاسِقُونَ We surely send down to you clear verses that elucidate the truth, verses which only the transgressors reject as false. Is it not that every time they made a covenant with Allah, a party of them set it aside? The truth is that most of them do not truly believe. And whenever a messenger from Allah came to them, confirming what they already possessed, a party of those who had been given the scripture flung the book of Allah behind their backs as if they knew nothing. وَمَا كَفَرَ سُلَيْمَانُ وَلَكِنَّ الشَّيَاطِينَ كَفَرُوا يُعَلِّمُونَ النَّاسَ السِّحْرَ وَمَا أُنزِلَ عَلَى الْمَلَكَيْنِ بِبَابِلَ هَارُوتَ وَمَارُوتَ وَمَا يُعَلِّمَانِ مِنْ أَحَدٍ حَتَّى يَقُولَا إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ فِتْنَةٌ فَلَا تَكْفُرْ فَيَتَعَلَّمُونَ مِنْهُمَا مَا يُفَرِّقُونَ بِهِ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَزَوْجِهِ وَمَا هُمْ بِضَارِّينَ بِهِ مِنْ أَحَدٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَيَتَعَلَّمُونَ مَا يَضُرُّهُمْ وَلَا يَنْفَعُهُمْ وَلَقَدْ عَلِمُوا لَمَنِ اشْتَرَاهُ مَا لَهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنْ خَلَاقٍ وَلَبِئْسَ مَا شَرَوْا بِهِ أَنفُسَهُمْ لَوْ كَانُوا يَعْلَمُونَ And then followed what the evil ones falsely attributed to the kingdom of Solomon, even though Solomon, peace be upon him, had never disbelieved. It is the evil ones who disbelieved, teaching people magic, 
and they followed what had been revealed to the two angels in Babylon, Harut and Marut, although these two angels never taught it to anyone without first declaring, We are merely a means of testing people, so do not engage in unbelief. And yet they learned from them what might cause division between a man and his wife. They could not cause harm to anyone except by the leave of Allah. And still they learned what harmed rather than profited them. Knowing well that he who bought it will have no share in the world to come. Evil indeed is what they sold themselves for. Had they but known... Do not engage in unbelief. There are various opinions on the interpretation of this verse. My own conclusion is that at the time when the whole Israelite nation was chained in slavery and captivity in Babylonia, God sent two angels in human form in order to test the Jews. In the same way as angels were sent to the people of Lot, peace be upon him, in the form of handsome youth, they were presumably sent to Israel in the form of divines who could work magic and sorcery. These angels at once began working their magical wonders, but they warned the people that their presence among them was designed to test their faith, and that they ought not to jeopardize their prospects in the afterlife by practicing magic. Despite the warning, it seems that the Israelites had become so fond of their magical artifices that they continued to pounce upon the talismans and sorcery they taught. Had they believed and been God-fearing, Allah's reward would have been better had they but known. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu la taqulu ra'ina wa qulu nzurna wa sma'u wa lil kafirina adhabun alim O you who believe, do not say to the Prophet, Ra'ina, lend ear to us, but say, Unzurna, favor us with your attention, and pay heed to him. A painful chastisement awaits the unbelievers. Ra'ina, lend ear to us, but say, Unzurna, favor us with your attention, and pay heed to him. When the Jews visited the Prophet, peace be upon him, they tried to vent their spite by using ambiguous expressions in their greetings and conversation. They used words which had double meanings, one innocent and the other offensive. The particular expression referred to here, which the Muslims were asked to avoid using since it lent itself to abuse, was employed by the Jews when they conversed with the Prophet, peace be upon him. Whenever they wanted to request a short pause in which to finish whatever they wanted to say, they used the expression, Ra'ina which meant kindly indulge us or kindly lend your ear to us. It is, however, because of the possibility of the word also being used in other meanings, some of which were evil and irreverential, that Muslims were asked to avoid it and to use instead the straightforward expression unzurna, 
meaning kindly favor us with your attention or kindly grant us a moment to follow what you are saying. ما يود الذين كفروا من أهل الكتاب ولا المشركين أن ينزل عليكم من خير من ربكم والله يختص برحمته من يشاء والله ذو الفضل العظيم The unbelievers be they the people of the book or those who associate others with Allah in His divinity, do not wish that any good should be sent down upon you from your Lord. But Allah chooses for His mercy whomsoever He wills. Allah is Lord of abounding bounty. مَا نَنْسَخْ مِنْ آيَةٍ أَوْ نُنْسِهَا نَأْتِ بِخَيْرٍ مِنْهَا أَوْ مِثْلِهَا أَلَمْ تَعْلَمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ For whatever verse we might abrogate or consign to oblivion, we bring a better one or the like of it. Are you not aware that Allah is all-powerful? We bring a better one or the like of it. This is in response to a doubt which the Jews tried to implant in the minds of Muslims. If both the earlier scriptures and the Qur'an were revelations from God, why was it, they asked, that the injunctions found in the earlier scriptures had been replaced by new ones in the Qur'an? أَلَمْ تَعْلَمْ أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَهُ مُلْكُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا لَكُمْ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ مِنْ وَلِيٍّ وَلَا نَصِيرٍ Are you not aware that the dominion of the heavens and the earth belongs to Allah and that none apart from Allah is your protector or helper? أَمْ تُرِيدُونَ أَن تَسْأَلُوا رَسُولَكُمْ كَمَا سُئِلَ مُوسَى مِنْ قَبْلِ وَمَنْ يَتَبَدَّلِ الْكُفْرَ بِالْإِيمَانِ فَقَدْ ضَلَّ سَوَاءَ السَّبِيلِ Or would you ask your messenger in the manner Moses, peace be upon him, was asked before? And whoever exchanges faith for unbelief has surely strayed from the right way. Or would you ask your messenger in the manner Moses, peace be upon him, was asked before? The Jews who were addicted to hair-splitting arguments instigated the Muslims to ask the Prophet, peace be upon him, a great many questions. God, therefore, cautioned the Muslims against following the example of the Jews in this matter and admonished them against unnecessary inquisitiveness. وَدَّ كَثِيرٌ مِّنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ لَوْ يَرُدُّونَكُمْ مِّنْ بَعْدِ إِيمَانِكُمْ كُفَّارًا حَسَدًا مِّنْ عِنْدِ أَنفُسِهِمْ مِّنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُمُ الْحَقِّ فَاعْفُوا وَاصْفَحُوا حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِهِ Out of sheer envy, 
Many people of the book would be glad to turn you back into unbelievers after you have become believers, even though the truth has become clear to them. Nevertheless, forgive and be indulgent towards them until Allah brings forth His decision. Surely, Allah is all-powerful. وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَآتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَمَا تُقَدِّمُوا لِأَنفُسِكُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ تَجِدُوهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ بَصِيرٌ Establish prayer and dispense zakah. Whatever good deeds you send forth for your own good, you will find them with Allah. Surely, Allah sees all that you do. They say, None shall enter the garden unless he be a Jew, or according to the Christians, a Christian. These are their vain desires. Say, Bring your proof if you are speaking the truth. من أسلم وجهه لله وهو محسن فله أجره عند ربه فله أجره عند ربه ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون. None has any special claim upon reward from Allah. Whoever submits himself completely to the obedience of Allah and does good will find his reward with his Lord. No fear shall come upon them, nor shall they grieve. وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ لَيْسَتِ النَّصَارَى عَلَى شَيْءٍ وَقَالَتِ النَّصَارَى لَيْسَتِ الْيَهُودُ عَلَى شَيْءٍ وَهُمْ يَتْلُونَ الْكِتَابَ كَذَلِكَ قَالَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ مِثْلَ قَوْلِهِمْ فَاللَّهُ يَحْكُمُ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فِيمَا كَانُوا فِيهِ يَخْتَلِفُونَ The Jews say, the Christians have no basis for their beliefs. And the Christians say, the Jews have no basis for their beliefs. They say so, even though they read the scripture. The claim of those who have no knowledge of the scripture is similar. Allah will judge between them concerning their differences on the day of resurrection. وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ مَنَعَ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ أَنْ يُذْكَرَ فِيهَا اسْمُهُ وَسَعَى فِي خَرَابِهَا أُولَئِكَ مَا كَانَ لَهُمْ أَنْ يَدْخُلُوهَا إِلَّا خَائِفِينَ 
لهم في الدنيا خزي ولهم في الاخره عذاب عظيم Who is more iniquitous than he who bars Allah's places of worship that his name be mentioned there and seeks their destruction It does not behove such people to enter them and should they enter they should enter in fear There is degradation for them in this world and a mighty chastisement in the next. وَلِلَّهِ الْمَشْرِقُ وَالْمَغْرِبُ فَأَيْنَمَا تُوَلُّوا فَثَمَّ وَجْهُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ The east and the west belong to Allah. To whichever direction you turn, you will be turning to Allah. Allah is all-embracing, all-knowing. وَقَالُوا اتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ وَلَدًا سُبْحَانَهُ بَلْ لَهُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ كُلٌّ لَهُ قَانِتُونَ They say, Allah has taken to Himself a son, glory to Him. Nay, whatever is in the heavens and the earth belongs to him. To him are all in obeisance. بَدِيعُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَإِذَا قَضَى أَمْرًا فَإِنَّمَا يَقُولُ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُونَ He is the originator of the heavens and the earth. Whenever he decrees a matter, he merely says, Be, and it is. وَقَالَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ لَوْ لَا يُكَلِّمُنَ اللَّهُ أَوْ تَأْتِينَا آيَةً كَذَلِكَ قَالَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِهِمْ مِثْلَ قَوْلِهِمْ تَشَابَهَتْ قُلُوبُهُمْ قَدْ بَيَّنَّ الْآيَاتِ لِقَوْمٍ يُوقِنُونَ The ignorant say, Why does Allah not speak to us? Why does no sign come to us? The same was said by people before them. Their hearts are all alike. We have made the signs clear for people of firm faith. إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ بِالْحَقِّ بَشِيرًا وَنَذِيرًا وَلَا تُسْأَلُ عَنْ أَصْحَابِ الْجَحِيمِ What greater sign can there be than that? We sent you with the truth as a bearer of good tidings and a warner. And you will not be answerable about the people of the blazing flame. We sent you with the truth as a bearer of good tidings and a warner. Why speak of other signs when the most conspicuous sign of truth is the very person of Muhammad, peace be upon him? Let us recall his life before the commencement of his prophethood, the conditions existing in the area where, and the people among whom he was born the manner in which he was brought up and spent the first forty years of his life and then his glorious achievements as a prophet. What further signs could we want in support of his message?
ولن ترضى عنك اليهود ولن نصارى حتى تتبع ملتهم قل إن هدى الله هو الهدى ولئن اتبعت أهواءهم بعد الذي جاءك من العلم ما لك من الله من ولي ولا نصير Never will the Jews be pleased with you, O Prophet, nor the Christians, until you follow their way. Say, surely, Allah's guidance is the true guidance. Should you follow their desires, disregarding the knowledge which has come to you, you shall have no protector or helper against Allah. Al-lazina atainahumu al-kitaba yatlunahu haqqa tilawatihi ulaika yu'minuna bih. وَمَن يَكْفُرْ بِهِ فَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْخَاسِرُونَ Those to whom we have given the scripture and who recite it as it ought to be recited, they truly believe in it. And those who disbelieve in it, they are the real losers. They truly believe in it. This refers to the pious element among the people of the book. Since these people read the book with sincerity and honesty of purpose, they are inclined to accept whatever they find to be true according to it. Ya Bani Israel, azkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum wa anni faddaltukum ala al-alameen. Children of Israel, recall my favor which I bestowed upon you and I exalted you above the nations of the world. وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا لَا تَجْزِي نَفْسٌ عَن نَفْسٍ شَيْئًا وَلَا يُقْبَلُ مِنْهَا عَدْلٌ وَلَا تَنْفَعُهَا شَفَاعَةٌ وَلَا هُمْ يُنْصَرُونَ And beware of the day when no one shall avail another. When ransom shall be accepted from no one. When no one's intercession will profit anyone. When there shall be no help from any quarter. وَإِذِ ابْتَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنْ قَالَ إِنِّي جَاعِلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا قَالَ وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِي قَالَ لَا يَنَالُ عَهْدِ الظَّالِمِينَ Recall when Abraham's Lord tested him in certain matters. And when he successfully stood the test, he said, Indeed, I am going to appoint you a leader of all people. When Abraham, peace be upon him, asked, And is this covenant also for my descendants? The Lord responded, My covenant does not embrace the wrongdoers. My covenant does not embrace the wrongdoers. 
This specifies that God's promise of the conferment of leadership applied only to those of Abraham's offspring, peace be upon him, who were righteous, and that the wrongdoers were naturally excluded. The word wrongdoer does not merely apply to those who are unjust and cruel to human beings, but also to those who are unjust with regard to the truth. وَإِذْ جَعَلْنَا الْبَيْتَ مَثَابَةً لِلنَّاسِ وَأَمْنًا وَاتَّخِذُوا مِنْ مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلَّى وَعَهِدْنَا إِلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْمَاعِيلَ أَنْ طَهِّرَا بَيْتِي and we made this house, Kaaba, a resort for mankind and a place of security, commanding people. Take the station of Abraham, peace be upon him, as a permanent place for prayer and enjoined Abraham and Ishmael, peace be upon them, purify my house for those who walk around it and those who abide in devotion and those who bow and who prostrate themselves in prayer. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا بَلَدًا آمِنًا وَارْزُقْ أَهْلَهُ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ مَنْ آمَنَ مِنْهُمْ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ قَالَ وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَأُمَتِّعُهُ قَلِيلًا ثُمَّ أَضْطَرُّهُ إِلَى عَذَابِ النَّارِ وَبِئْسَ الْمَصِيرِ And when Abraham, peace be upon him, prayed, O my Lord, make this a place of security and provide those of its people that believe in Allah and the last day with fruits for sustenance. Allah answered, And I shall still provide him who disbelieves with the wherewithal for this short life, and then I shall drive him to the chastisement of the fire. That is an evil end. وَإِذْ يَرْفَعُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ الْقَوَاعِدَ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ وَإِسْمَاعِيلُ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Recall, when Abraham and Ishmael, peace be upon them, raised the foundations of the house, praying, Our Lord, accept this from us. You are all hearing, all knowing. Rabbana waj'alna muslimayn laka wa min zurriyyatina ummatan muslimatan laka wa arina manasikana wa arina manasikana wa tub alayna innaka anta at-tawwabur rahim. Our Lord, make us submissive to you and make out of our descendants a community that submits itself to you and show us the ways of your worship and turn to us in mercy. You are much relenting, most compassionate. 
ربنا وبعث فيهم رسولا منهم يتلو عليهم آياتك ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة ويزكيهم إنك أنت العزيز الحكيم Our Lord Raise up in the midst of our offspring a messenger from among them who shall recite to them your verses and instruct them in the book and in wisdom and purify their lives. Verily, you are the most mighty, the most wise. وَمَنْ يَرْغَبُ عَنْ مِلَّةِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ إِلَّا مَنْ سَفِهَ نَفْسَهُ وَلَقَدْ اصْطَفَيْنَاهُ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَإِنَّهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ لَمِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And who but a fool would be adverse to the way of Abraham, peace be upon him. For it is we who chose Abraham for our mission in this world. And surely in the world to come, he shall be reckoned among the righteous. إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Such was Abraham, peace be upon him, that when his Lord said to him, Submit, he said, I have submitted to the Lord of the universe. Submit. The word Muslim signifies he who bows in obedience to God, who acknowledges God alone as his sovereign, Lord, and Master, and the only object of worship, devotion, and service, who unreservedly surrenders himself to God and undertakes to live his life in accordance with the guidance that has come down from him. Islam is the appellation which characterizes the above-mentioned belief and conduct. That belief and outlook constitute the core and kernel of the religion of all the prophets who have appeared from time to time among different peoples and in different countries since the beginning of human life. وَوَصَّى بِهَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ بَنِيهِ وَيَعْقُوبُ يَا بَنِيَّ إِنَّ اللَّهَ اصْطَفَى لَكُمُ الدِّينَ فَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ And Abraham, peace be upon him, enjoined the same upon his children. And so did Jacob, peace be upon him. My children, behold, Allah has chosen this religion for you. Remain till death in submission to Allah. أَمْ كُنْتُمْ شُهَدَاءَ إِذْ حَضَرَ يَعْقُوبَ الْمَوْتُ إِذْ قَالَ لِبَنِيهِ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ بَعْدِي قَالُوا نَعْبُدُ إِلَهَكَ وَإِلَهَ آبَائِكَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَإِسْمَاعِيلَ وَإِسْحَاقَ إِلَهًا وَاحِدًا وَنَحْنُ لَهُ مُسْلِمُونَ Why were you witnesses when death came to Jacob? Peace be upon him. He asked his children, Whom will you serve after me? They said, We shall serve your God, the God of your forefathers, Abraham, Ishmael, 
and Isaac, the one God, and unto him do we submit. Peace be upon them. Now they were a people who passed away. Theirs is what they have earned, and yours is what you have earned. You shall not be asked concerning what they did. وَقَالُوا كُونُوا هُودًا أَوْ نَصَارَا تَهْتَدُوا قُلْ بَلْ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا وَمَا كَانَ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ They say, be Jews or be Christians, then you will be rightly guided. Say to them, no, follow exclusively the way of Abraham, peace be upon him. who is not one of those who associate others with Allah in His divinity. Say, We believe in Allah and in what has been revealed to us and to Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, and the descendants of Jacob, peace be upon them. And in what was given to Moses and Jesus, peace be upon them. And in what the other prophets received from their Lord. We make no distinction between any of them, and we are those who submit to Allah. And then if they come to believe as you believe, they are on right guidance. And if they turn away, then quite obviously they have merely fallen into opposition to the truth. Allah will suffice you for protection against them. He is all hearing, all knowing. Say, take on Allah's color, and whose color is better than Allah's? It is Him that we serve. قُلْ أَتُحَا 
Say, O Prophet, will you then dispute with us concerning Allah when He is our Lord and your Lord? Our deeds are for us and your deeds are for you. And it is him that we serve exclusively. Am taquluna inna Ibrahim wa Ismail wa Ishaq wa Ya'qub wal asbaq kanu hudan aw nasara Qul a'antum a'lamu amillah wa man a'lamu min or do you claim that Abraham and Ishmael, Isaac and Jacob and the descendants of Jacob, peace be upon them, were Jews or Christians? Say, who has greater knowledge, you or Allah? Who does greater wrong than he who conceals the testimony he has received from Allah? Allah is not heedless of the things you do. Now, they were a people who passed away. Theirs is what they earned, and yours is what you earn. You shall not be questioned concerning what they did. سيقول السفهاء من الناس ما ولاهم عن قبلتهم التي كانوا عليها قل لله المشرق والمغرب يهدي من يشاء إلى صراط مستقيم The blockheaded will say what has turned them away from the direction they formerly observed in prayer? Say, To Allah belong the east and the west. He guides whomsoever He wills onto a straight way. The blockheaded will say, What has turned them away from the direction they formerly observed in prayer? After his migration to Medina, the Prophet, peace be upon him, continued to pray in the direction of Jerusalem approximately for a period between 16 and 17 months. Subsequently, he received the injunction to pray in the direction of the Kaaba. وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ وَيَكُونَ الرَّسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا وَمَا جَعَلْنَا الْقِبْلَةَ الَّتِي كُنْتَ عَلَيْهَا إِلَّا لِنَعْلَمَ مَنْ يَتَّبِعُ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ مَنْ يَنْقَلِبُ عَلَى عَقِبَيْهِ 
And it is thus that we appointed you to be the community of the middle way, so that you might be witnesses to all mankind, and the messenger might be a witness to you. We appointed the direction which you formerly observed, so that we might distinguish those who follow the messenger from those who turn on their heels. For it was indeed burdensome, except for those whom Allah guided. And Allah will never leave your faith to waste. Allah is full of gentleness and mercy to mankind. And it is thus that we appointed you to be the community of the middle way. The Arabic expression which we have translated as the community of the middle way is too rich in meaning to find an adequate equivalent in any other language. It signifies that distinguished group of people which follows the path of justice and equity, of balance and moderation, a group which occupies a central position among the nations of the world so that its relationship with all is based on righteousness and justice, and none receives its support in wrong and injustice. And the messenger might be a witness to you. What this means is that when the whole of mankind is called to account, the Prophet, peace be upon him, as God's representative, will stand witness to the fact that he had communicated to the Muslims and had put into practice the teachings which expound sound beliefs, righteous conduct, and a balanced system of life, which he had received from on high. The Muslims, acting on behalf of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and the latter's return to God's mercy, will be asked to bear the same witness before the rest of mankind confirming that they had spared no effort in either communicating to mankind what the Prophet, peace be upon him, had communicated to them, or in exemplifying in their own lives what the Prophet, peace be upon him, by his own conduct had translated into actual practice. فَوَلِّ وَجْهَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ وَحَيْثُ مَا كُنْتُمْ فَوَلُّوا وُجُوهَكُمْ شَطْرَهُ وَإِنَّ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ لَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا يَعْمَلُونَ we see you oft turning your face towards the sky. Now, we are turning you to the direction that will satisfy you. Turn your face towards the holy mosque, and wherever you are, turn your faces towards it in prayer. Those who have been granted the scripture certainly know that this injunction to change the direction of prayer is right and is from their Lord. Allah is not heedless of what they do. Turn your face towards the holy mosque, and wherever you are, turn your faces towards it in prayer. 
This is the injunction concerning the change in the direction of prayer which was revealed in Rajab or Shaban two after Hijri. According to a tradition in the Tabaqat of Ibn Sa'd, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was at the house of a companion where he had been invited to a meal. When the time of Zohar prayer came, the Prophet, peace be upon him, rose to lead it. He had completed two rakat and was in the third when this verse was suddenly revealed. Soon after the revelation of this verse, everybody following the Prophet's action turned the direction of prayer away from Jerusalem to the Kaaba. A public proclamation of the new injunction was then made throughout Medina and its suburbs. The words, We see you off turning your face towards the sky, and we are turning you to the direction that will satisfy you, clearly show that even before the revelation of this injunction, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was looking forward to receiving an injunction of this kind. وَلَئِنْ أَتَيْتَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ بِكُلِّ آيَةٍ مَا تَبِعُوا قِبْلَتَكَ وَمَا أَنْتَ بِتَابِعٍ قِبْلَتَهُمْ وَمَا بَعْضُهُمْ بِتَابِعٍ قِبْلَةَ بَعْضٍ وَلَئِنِ اتَّبَعْتَ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَكَ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِنَّكَ إِذَا لَّمِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ And yet, no matter what proofs you bring before the people of the book, they will not follow your direction of prayer. Nor will you follow their direction of prayer. None is prepared to follow the other's direction of prayer. Were you to follow their desires in disregard of the knowledge which has come to you, you will surely be reckoned among the wrongdoers. <laughs> 